Isaiah, let me ask you a question. Have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? Nah, what's that? Okay, let me give you the rundown. It's basically the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you literally everything you need all in one place. Do you want to know how it works? Yeah, tell me all about it. Okay, well, Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start recording today. You don't even need any fancy software or anything like that. Whoa, we got to get on top of that ASAP. Right? And there's still more. You can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. What? I'm on Spotify every day. Let me log on real quick. Also, with Anchor, creators like us can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. I'm going to download the Anchor app and check anchor.fm and start today. Hey everyone, welcome back to TJ Hates Quitters, where we are covering the Challenge USA over here on Silent Podcasts, where we are anything but silent. I'm joined by my co-host Katie, as always, and tonight's special guest is Javier, a fellow silent podcaster. Javier, welcome to the show. We did some Challenge All-Stars together. Glad to have you here for the USA, and what an episode you get to be on. Yes. Yes, I'm so excited to be back to talk about the challenge and especially this episode because I have many thoughts. I'm sure all three of us have a lot of thoughts. So I'm excited to get into it. I haven't taken my caps lock off since like 20 (laughs) minutes before the episode ended. So I'm here. I'm ready for it. Katie, how are you tonight? (sighs) Carrie, you made a request of me. (laughs) And I kind of came through. I don't eat pie, but I do eat cheesecake. So I'm here to eat a slice of humble cheesecake. I'll only eat a bite on air because obviously no one wants to listen to someone eating on a podcast. Okay. But (laughs) I'm here. We're, we're ready to talk about this show. This is the best challenge product that we have gotten in maybe a decade, honestly, better than all stars, better than the, better than the flagship show. We're here and cheers to Viacom. I'm eating this cake, my humble cake. Shout out, shout out to the challenge. Humble cheesecake, I love it. If you don't follow Katie and I, and Javier as well, on Twitter, uh, Katie had tweeted something along the lines of like, I need to eat humble pie because I was making fun of this season when like the cast first came out and here it is, this product is great. And I, and of course, in all caps locks, <laughs> replied, bring pie on the pod. And here is Katie coming through with the cheesecake, which cheesecake is exponentially better than pie anyway. So like I completely respect your your humble cheesecake opinion or like a uh, little change up there. Great move. Wow. Well done. This I I thought the episode made my night, but that was it. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm having a sound issue. So give me one second. But thank you. I really came in with a bang and now I'm going out with a bang because my sound is not working. So give me one second. All right, Javier, while we're waiting for Katie to uh, finish her cheesecake over there, which, again, so jealous. My dinner sucked tonight. I would love a piece of cheesecake right now. I would love cheesecake. Oh, so good. Um, how have you been feeling about this season so far? Not You don't have to be biased by, you know, the whole thing that just happened. But yeah. how are you feeling about this? Um, I've been really enjoying this season. I think it's been a really great season. Um 
like at first I was also apprehensive just because you know like you're getting I felt like I don't know I was very apprehensive at first just because it was like the third show of the challenge like low-key I get challenge fatigue from there, there being like the flagship show like three seasons a year so mm -hmm. I've been and it's been so far back to back but honestly the challenge USA has been amazing so far I've been really enjoying watching it um and I'm super excited to see what else continues to go on throughout the season so yeah I get your point a hundred percent because with the flagship and then all stars and then this like literally all stars ended this started and we just <laughs> like hit the ground running no break in between um but it was it's almost like all stars was like a nice little warm-up jog for the race we're running now mm -hmm. because i i'll admit i didn't have the greatest expectations um but even though we're still until tonight like running kind of like tv show strong if you will it's been such good tv like all of this has just been so enjoyable and i'm excited that there's gotta be a whole bunch more viewers for this than um the mtv one and see like this is why there's the people who are challenge fans like are fucking fans you know what i mean like they they ride hard for this shit and so i'm just so happy that we're getting a good product so happy katie how's your sound i'm doing great i'm back i'm back in action maybe i went a little too hard on the cake i don't know but <laughs> never listen the show deserves it you yeah. you guys are so right like I had such low expectations coming into this and every week they delivered. And this is one of the best, truly the best challenge episodes I've seen in quite a long time. Thanks to Kylan and Alyssa's pettiness, honestly. Yes. Shout out and to them. You know what? Normally we try to like run through with um, the beginning of the episode to the end and talk about it as we go. Straight vibes tonight. We're just, we're just going with it because we just got to talk about what happened. Like, mm -hmm. The first point I want to make, because I don't want to have to say this 80 more times throughout this podcast episode, so I want to make this little announcement up front. I understand why the cookout existed. I understand why it was bigger than themselves. They were doing something not outside of them. I get that, and I completely commend the cookout, one of the best alliances, if not the best alliance ever. Like I don't watch Big Brother, so I'm not going to talk in absolutes, but I get it. I followed it. I enjoyed it. I wish Hannah was on this show because she was my favorite out of all of them. But anyway, like I understand its importance. With that said, let's fucking go. Alyssa and Derek coming in being like, let's get our fucking revenge. Come on, Kylan. Come in. Get your like talk your shit. Run your game. I am so excited that we have people who are coming in here and being like, I don't give a fuck who you were on my season. Let's fucking go. Also, like, never mind. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Someone else talk. Go ahead. <laughs> I was a little worried when the cast was announced to see so many Big Brother 23 people. I actually, I really like the cookout. Um, I know Xavier got some heat. I, I gave him some heat too at the end for the way that he played. So I'm not really mad to see Xavier also eat a little humble cheesecake tonight um, on this episode, especially, well, we'll talk about it. Yes, we'll that's about the my point where I just stopped myself Yes, too. so, uh, but I think, um, you know, I I think the cookout really is historically the most successful alliance in Big Brother, the only alliance to get their final six to final six and have one of them win. I mean, it's pretty incredible what they did. What I'm excited for is what's to come throughout this season because like Ozla's still there. She's part of the cookout. Like, let's see some revenge on Alyssa now and Kylan. Like, I want more revenge. Just give me more blindsides mm -hmm. and more revenge. Like, this is what I'm here for. Let's see Big Brother just continue to eat each other alive. 
We got it on Big Brother 24 in the feeds this week. We're getting Big Brother eating each other alive on the, on the challenge this week. I'm just li I'm living for it. Go ahead, Javier. Yeah, I mean, I was also, I really enjoyed the cookout on BB23. Um, and this was an amazing episode. Do I will say, do I think this was good gameplay? I don't think it was good gameplay no. at all. I thought it was no. terrible gameplay. <laughs> but was it entertaining? Yes. And that is what we're here for. Um, and X was not my favorite member of the cookout. Like I was more hurt when Tiffany went home two weeks ago because Tiffany and Hannah were my favorite. Mm -hmm. So seeing X go, like what? Like I'm not sad about seeing X go, but I don't think it was good gameplay. But it was super entertaining. So I'm excited to like kind of see where things go from here on out. Because and I don't feel. I guess we'll get into that. We'll get into more about what what I think is going to impact the game moving on as we go through the episode as we talk about the episode. Because I do think it's going to have implications for like Oz's game and the rest of the BB23's games as well. I think what's interesting about the move is besides the fact that I did not expect in the slightest Xavier and Shan to lose to David Alexander and Justine in a puzzle, unless like Justine, some puzzle queen that like I didn't know about because I don't know much about Justine, like only what I got out of Josie on our Love Island podcast preseason, right? So she could be a puzzle queen. That's cool. I, I support that, but more so the fact that like i liked that Alyssa was able to put friendships aside and go you know what like i am gonna be petty because that those types of storylines drive the real challenge not that this is a fake challenge but mtv challenge like one of the reasons that i love mtv's challenge is because we have these story arcs from season after season and like you get people getting like revenge on people from like four seasons ago. And uh, a prime example is Johnny Bananas and Sarah are partners. They run rivals together. They crush the competition. And at the end, even though they seem to be getting along all season, Johnny Bananas is like, fuck you. I'm taking your half of the money. Like the pettiness drives the challenge. And I was afraid that we were going to get like kind of like a prim and proper version of the challenge because like we haven't really had any club scenes um and that you have a bunch of people who kind of like party together go to premiere parties and like episode watches and all this stuff together that was going to be like a little bit too polite and i would i would need to borrow from the real world like let's stop being polite and start being real here i was afraid we weren't going to get that and Alyssa and kylan tonight and i'm going to give more credit to Alyssa than kylan we're like nah carrie we got you we're, we're bringing this for you. Come on. What, this is the challenge. Let's go. And that just makes me so happy. So happy. Is it? Was it stupid? Absolutely. But I am happy. And that's what matters. <laughs> I think I'm going to not give more credit to Kylan, but I think Kylan is a messy king. We saw Kylan be a mess on Big Brother 23. And I'm just so happy that he's carrying out his messiness on the challenge that like, Alyssa, I'm not super here for this like, oh, we need revenge for the cookout storyline because I just don't feel like it's genuine. Kylan, though, came for this man's family live on television, got in this man's face and came for his family. And he's still going at him on a show that's filmed months later and he's not letting go. And that's like really the amount of petty that I'm here for. Like Alyssa and Derek, OK, whatever. But like Kylan is really, Kylan really put it over the edge for me. Like, I was just like, I can't believe this man is doing this again. And he's right. Xavier backstabbed him. So you know what? Gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, I think that was like, 
I mean, I, I feel like the scene where Kylan was talking to Xavier in Big Brother 23, like that's like gonna, like that's a Big Brother moment, like when he went in front in his face about his nephew. Um, so to see him carry that over, like, I just feel like, I, I think Kylan is actually the more petty in my opinion from between him and Alyssa, like yeah. Kylan is just, the level of pettiness in this man is just insanity to still keep going, to, to, to still keep going after Xavier like this. I was just like in awe when they did this move, so. He will not let this man live his life. Yep. His <laughs> foot is on his neck. It's on his neck. And I'm, yes. I don't know I'm living for it. <laughs> I also like the fact that we went after a winner. You know what I mean? Because I think that someone like Xavier can easily intimidate the other people on this cast because he is strong. He is smart. He clearly has a social game. Like he just won Big Brother. That's someone that you could you either like want on your side, maybe as a shield, um, the way this season's going, because you want to keep strong people around, or just like to be afraid to go against, especially if he comes back into the house, because you do take that risk on this show. If you put someone in, there is a chance they're coming back. And so um I like that we went after a big fish here. I love it. I like that they weren't scared because I would feel nervous, especially, especially against David Alexander, to send in this man and start a war, an internal war against my own alliance and really put it in David Alexander's hands. I mean, and I, I don't know that David Alexander really did too much, but like you really had to be sure that you wanted to make this move because there was a really good chance that Xavier was coming back. I mean, he's he's very smart. He's very strategic. He's very strong. Like, there's no reason why you would think Xavier wouldn't win in an elimination. Yeah. I also feel bad for X in the sense that, like, can he ever be on reality TV again? He just lost to David. Like, <laughs> I know. Rest in peace. The embarrassment of losing to David, um, X will never live that down. I feel, I almost feel a little bad for X just because he had to lose to David of all people. So, truly, what a fall from grace going from winning the most. The highest prize that anybody's ever won in Big Brother, and then just to go to losing to David Alexander. I mean, ooh, ooh, that's got to sting. It's got to sting. Mm -hmm. We have to do a quick recap for our girl Valencia because she didn't get to watch the episode. So Valencia, like TLDR, is that David Alexander, aka like the flop flops, and his partner Justine lost trivia today, and so as we knew they would, yeah. As soon as it, I was like, this is not going to be for David. Alyssa and Kylan won. So Alyssa and Kylan together decide they're going to take their shot at Xavier and they throw in Xavier and Shan from Survivor. So it's Xavier and Shan versus David Alexander and Justine in what ends up being a puzzle. And David Alexander and Justine won in some sort of miraculous fashion. So that's what you missed. Tito is absolutely right, though. He yeah. did not lose to David. He <laughs> lost to Justine. Let's not give David too much credit here. David got them into the elimination. Justine got them out of the elimination. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do have to say that a lot of things from social media make sense after this episode because I felt like, why is Shan going so hard at Alyssa? It was like, maybe not after last week's episode, but the one before. Mm -hmm. And... Now it makes sense because Alyssa sent her packing. And quite frankly, so I admit, like, I didn't watch Shan's season. I know people were, like, really big on her. But then there seemed to be a turn, especially, like, after the season when she's, like, God wants me to be an influencer or whatever. Like, I'm not going to touch that. But uh, I, 
I'm not the biggest fan of how she talks about the other people right now. Like, or I guess she isn't talking about them anymore on the season. Like, it's just the way that she kind of went about it that I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing you lose today dramatically. And so I was really rooting for Justine. I wasn't rooting rooting for David Alexander. I was rooting for Justine because Justine seems cool. And like, I want her to do more. I want her to be back with Shannon and Cash because like that those Love Island girls are fun. And I was really rooting for and I just want to see Shan like kind of fall apart. And now it makes sense with um the whole back and forth between those two on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think it's actually funny to bring up the whole Shan thing because I actually was writing um when I was when I was watching the episode, I was taking notes, and like Shan was kind of getting like a very like almost a villain edit, I feel this whole season of the challenge. Because mm-hmm. I did I, I haven't watched a lot of Survivor, I've probably seen like three or four seasons. One of the seasons I watched was Shan season, and I watched until she got eliminated, and then I stopped watching it. But, like, during her season, Shan was, like, fan favorite. Like, everyone on Twitter was Team Shan. And it was, like, Shan this, Shan that. Shan is the mastermind. And, like, this, the challenge has, I feel like she's almost fallen from grace. Because I, I saw her in drama with Tiffany when they got Tiffany out two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Beefing with Alyssa. So, I feel like Shan has really, like, this show has really ruined Shan's image in terms of, like, she left Survivor as such, a, like, a star. And now she has, like, a lot of backlash, it feels, online. And it's very interesting to see, like, the, the DRs of her, like, Talking kind of like really rudely about all the other house guests or the challengers have big brother on the mind. <laughs> but but yeah, it's been very interesting to see the the ship, the like 180 that Shan has done from her season on Survivor to like the challenge. So Yeah, I feel like she got a little bit like a maybe almost like an anti-hero edit on on Survivor. She had her Shantham when she was doing something devious. She she was playing the game pretty hard. I'm not super surprised to see a little bit more petty come out. I feel like Survivor's not really like a petty show in general, but the challenge leans in. So I'm glad they're they're kind of doing, they're kind of like showing that side of it a little bit. I like it. What I was really nervous, and I know I said this earlier, but like I felt like there were so many connections coming into the show because like Shan was at Todrick Hall's house. Is that his name? Todrick Hall? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, was at Todrick's house. We don't need to remember. He doesn't deserve it. But uh, like for a little while, while Tiffany and Derek and some of the others were there. And it's like they all really hung out after Big Brother. Like Big Brother 23.5 was like a real thing that brought in other people from other shows. So when I saw this cast announced, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be like a steamroll. And it's actually the opposite of a steamroll. And I'm, I like that Shan's also getting in the mix of it a little bit. I mean, she was. She's not on the show anymore. But I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I am just absolutely here for the way all of this is going down. And again, like I've said this on multiple of our podcasts now. I don't know if we're getting a season two. But at this point, if we don't get a season two, I will travel to wherever I need to and stand out front with a goddamn sign and be like, TJ Lavin, give me season two. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll go outside his house. I'll go outside his office. I will steal his BMX bike. Like, I will do what I need to. But because I want to see some of these people back and I want to see some others mixed in and like, I want to keep this growing. Oh, I know I'm looking too far into the future, but like, we're getting such a good product right now. Like people who have not watched the challenge before this and have not had to put up with like the last seven seasons of MTV's The Challenge, you do not know how fucking privileged you are right now. And the people who 
are not watching the show because it doesn't have MTV people on it and they're like, it's not the real challenge. They're the ones that are really missing out because you're mm. sitting through the D tier product of the flagship show for like seven months at a time when that show is on oh. for like six hours a night. It's not worth it. This is worth it. Watch this hour of TV every week. It is good. I promise you it's good. As a longtime challenge fan since it started, this is better. This is some of the best challenge that we've ever seen. Enjoy Josh Martinez, you idiots. Yeah, <laughs> have fun with Josh and Fessy. We're out here with Kyland, messy King Kyland. I'm I'm all for it. Don't get too excited. They might bring Josh and Fessy to the challenge. You no, 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 no. Javier, not, you take that back not. right now. You take <laughs> no, no, that no, no, back no. right now. We will, we will keep, keep Casey Clark, we will keep Fessy, keep Josh Martinez on the regular show. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep the cookout Big Brother 23. Let's keep those folks. Yes. Let's keep Tyson. We'll keep all the good ones. Pay Tyson whatever you need to to get him back on every season as well. Because yes. um, I feel like he's going to, especially after just how these first few episodes have gone, have a much higher asking price if they want him back for season two. And CBS, pay it. You guys got mm -hmm. the money. You can pay do it. it. Pay it. Okay. I think we've done a great job of like getting our emotions out. And I think that's yes. part of like the best part of us jumping on right after the episode is like, I'm still all hyped up from it. Like I mm -hmm. was, I'm like, hell yes, I get to talk about this right now. But let's give a little bit insight of like how we got to this situation. Plus like we almost more or less have skipped over trivia we've we've skipped over trivia the challenge staple of trivia so we got to bring it back to the beginning let's first give a quick rundown of the pairs this week which by the way when we were at the elimination we like i'm fucking sitting there in a goddamn <laughs> seat. Like, Felt like i would if, if i could buy tickets to live eliminations i oh. would i would spend my summers abroad watching eliminate well i guess they're it was the winter, but I'll spend whatever abroad. I got a remote job, baby. Like, like tell me when and where. <laughs> I won't say anything to anyone. I will not tell GamerVev. I will not tell GamerVev's getting it anyway, so right. you may as well open it up to the public. Yeah, just let me down there. Like, let me be cheering on these people. That's, oh, what a dream. Uh, quick side note is that some dude was walking down my street, uh, like, walking his dog, and he had a challenge shirt on. So, like, opened my third floor balcony sliding door, and I'm like hey nice shirt and he's like Lee, no idea where i was yelling him from <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i like the point i was trying to get to was when uh i think it was kylan who's like yeah well your algorithm is like messing things up and they cut to tj and tj's like it's perfect <laughs> this was such a peak tj episode every single thing that pj said you could like feel the joy radiating out of him. And I just feel like he's having the best time. He also is not missing Josh Martinez and Fessy and Casey. He's like with his people right now. And I feel like he's really, truly enjoying himself. <laughs> it's perfect. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> oh, it made me laugh. All right. Anyway, the partners from the perfect algorithm. We have Leo and Desi, which by the way, Desi's confessional and being like, yo, I'm, I'm with a cat. Like this guy thinks that he's a cat what am i doing here super give desi more confessionals she seems funny like yes. every time we get a confessional i'm laughing so uh kylan and Alyssa, obviously ben and aza enzo and cash david and justine obviously xavier and shan obviously uh danny and kira not kyra derek and Sh derek and sarah tyson and kayla dominic and angela cinco and shannon 
So those are our pairs. Mm-hmm. And after we get the pairs, we get a little bit of challenger check-in. We got the Love Island girls and Justine right away being like, I'm stuck with this fucking moron. Literally. <laughs> yep. Justine just saying FML, like it's yeah. over for me. She, she really get tried it. to throw in the flag, like it's done. I'm she was, I don't blame her. <laughs> she was packing before the challenge even started. Yeah. As she should. Yeah. She's like, she came close. Yeah, can I just like get my phone back now? Like, would that be okay, <laughs> yeah. producers? Thanks. We already know how this is gonna end up. <laughs> but Cash, she talks some sense into Jesse, which, by the way, like I love Cache. I I am yeah, very excited to go back and watch Love Island, whatever season she was on. I think it was season three for her. Like her alone, she's she's phenomenal. Bring her back when we get season two, because I'll I'll pick it for it. So don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> um. But she's like, you shouldn't have to worry about it because you have a big brother player on your team. And if um, a strong team like Alyssa and Kylan win, which like Cash's out here fucking predicting the future. Like she's Gamer Vev. She knows. She is. Is Cash, is Cash Gamer Vev? Have we, I haven't have seen them it? on the same Twitter account before. Yeah. So. Pink Rose, is that you? <laughs> she's on Vevmo, just like cat, <laughs> cat meme typing on her keyboard. <laughs> Oh, my favorite thing is to drop a Venmo reference and people are like, you mean Venmo? I'm like, no. And I know, I know that we can't be the best of friends because you don't know what I mean by Venmo. But um, they they talk and Cash like, don't worry about it. Don't worry, it'll be fine. So um, then we get Derek and Alyssa, which they're eating Nani's noodles. Mm. Did you notice? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, those are Nani's. Did, do you have Nani's permission to be eating those noodles? <laughs> and if you're going to be eating those noodles, you best be fighting a bitch after this. Because when Nani's eating your noodles, you know shit's going down. Yep. Yep. It's usually after a club scene. She's usually drunk to hammered. Blasted. And she's eating that cup of noodles. <laughs> and yep. the two of them are sitting there eating them. I'm like, you guys just, you don't even know the legacy of the noodles, Derek. Nani should come out with her own line of noodles. Nani's noodles. I would yeah, eat them. Nani's noodles. Nani's noodles. I love them. <laughs> I would totally uh, eat them. This part of the podcast is brought to you by mm. Nani's noodles. One cup of water heated up in the microwave after a drunk night means a great snack and uh, some chaos will ensue. Nani's noodles. Get them at a store near you. That's our first sponsor. Nani, hit me up. Nani's noodles. <laughs> Nani's noodles. I love it. <laughs> so... Uh, we're getting more insight on, you know, the the whole rivalry, the the revenge needed, the the frustration of just being backstabbed and used, and you're a pawn in Big Brother 23 between Derek and Alyssa. And um, do we need to like expand more on this, or do we do either of you have something to say about? About this revenge, Katie. I know you kind of raised, or you did say, say something. So, Javier, do you do you want to chime in on this? Um, that Nitro does, but I mean, I just like I, I think I said earlier, like I don't think it was good gameplay, but I just feel like this is, this is not necessarily related to what you're saying, but it's related to like at the beginning of the episode, like they need to do something different with how they edit the show because right away I was like, okay, David is going to be in the elimination and probably Shannon next. Like, they made it a little too obvious for me that, like, this is going to be the elimination round. So I wish that, like, I guess it's a reality TV trope. Like, they can't really, like, I don't know what they can do around that. But I wish they didn't make it so obvious that, like, 
Kylan and Alyssa were going to flip on X. Like, I wish they would have made it, made me think a little harder than like to know exactly what the outcome was going to be. Cause I feel like right from the first five minutes, I was like, okay, this is going to be the finale. Like this is going to be the end of the episode. These two are going to be competing, you know? So. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. And I've actually commended this version of the challenge for not doing that in the last few episodes, but this episode from like the first five minutes, it was obvious what was going to happen, which I was like, are they really going to make it this obvious? They haven't made it this obvious before. We got these flashback strategy talks. Like, would they really be going in this hard? Maybe they just knew they had a good episode on their hands, but you're totally right. Like, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, and I think Katie had a good resolution to this a couple of weeks ago, which is we've been getting stuck with 90-minute episodes of MTV's A Challenge where I would have loved to get 90-minute episodes of this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We there's enough content for it. We're not even seeing the nights out. I know for a fact that Cashel, the night bo- he got shit faced the night before the elimination, and he was hungover as fuck on that Peloton. Like that came out, and the fact that he was drunk as a skunk, and I didn't even have an ounce of seeing that. That's bullshit. Give me ninety minute episodes. I want the club scenes too. <laughs> yes, fully agree. Yes, I miss the going out scenes. That's like some of the best content on the challenge. Plus, I'm sure there might be. Well, I don't know if these people are like fight people, but like, you know, on the regular challenge, we get a lot of fights there. It's it's always fun. Some relationship drama, like give it all to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like, I definitely feel like this is one of the few times where like, like you said, like I want the episodes longer. Like I want to have more insight into these people's relationships. I want more like house dynamics because like there's like, you go like a whole episode and you don't hear anything from multiple people. So like, mm-hmm. I think if the episodes were longer, you could incorporate, you can even make people fall even more like into the, into the show and into the different characters, into different house dynamics than um, in these shorter episodes. So I definitely agree. I wish that we had longer episodes of this um, season as well. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. Oh, hold on. I'm finding the comment for it. Oh, here we go. My girl Kiki is getting more airtime than some of these, the, our characters. And Tito, first and foremost, accept my formal apology. That has taken me until almost a half hour in to mention Kiki. We know that I defend Kiki to the death on my timeline, and I'll do it here. It's just such an exciting episode. But we got, we are still four for four on our Kiki mention, mentions, and we're like, I don't know, 0 for 4 on seeing almost anything from like Kyra or Kira. I can't even say her name right still in this fucking episode 4. Kira in a confessional outside of being like no bueno when uh, they got the the Spanish question wrong. <laughs> like otherwise we got more Kiki than some of these people. Give me 90 minutes. I want I want to get to know more of them. You're right. Like, and But also something that's kind of weird to me is like I feel like people are kind of staying in their pockets in this house right now. The fact that someone like Xavier and someone like Shan get partnered up and are like, yeah, we just know of each other. We haven't really talked to each other in the house. You've been in there for at least a week and a half. You haven't like sat across from each other at the table eating cereal yet. Like, mm-hmm. no, really? Yeah, so that maybe, is a little weird to me. Like, when that are was you guys said, was not like, socializing in the house at all? Yeah. It's just very bizarre. Very. Sticking with what you know or who you know but Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know anyway 90 minute episodes i will put that on my sign i'll make two signs when i'm outside tj's house i'll have one for bring back season or bring back uh the challenge for season two and the other hand will be make 90 minute episodes Mm -hmm. so 
if we have any other messages, I can put them on the back. So we have two other things that we can really get across to TJ. Um, so just keep track of them, someone, please. Let's see. Oh, yeah. And this is exactly leading into the next part of Shannon Xavier, where they're like, yeah, we like kind of just walk by each other all the time and say hi, but haven't really talked to each other. Just crazy to me because like, what else are you doing in there? Whatever. And so Shan thinks it's going to be hard to fall on show lines after this week. Well, like jokes on you, Shan. It happened this week. Mm-hmm. And they're each other's best insurance policy. So I don't know. I've always thought like thought insurance was a scam. So maybe Shan wants to jump on that train with me. Yeah. Seems I mean, she needs like oh. some kind of a Cobra policy or something now. <laughs> She's. We need some Obamacare up in this because uh, <laughs> yeah. we've we've got some. The insurance didn't work. It was insurance fraud. We need universal health care. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We need the NHS. And mm-hmm. so Shan really got let down by insurance. Me too, Shan. Me too. I got to wait till fucking January for vision insurance. So um, this is a whole nother story. Nice. <laughs> but <laughs> um. So yeah, they Xavier said that him and oh yeah, okay. There was a sentence that I didn't catch the end of. <clears throat> Xavier was like, "Yeah, I've got or me and so and so have each other's back." Did he say Kylan in that? And do you remember? I mean, it would make sense if he did, just because of like how the episode panned out. Like it was a confessional right before they went to commercial. So Xavier's like, "Yeah, me and." So-and-so have each other's back. Well, it was either Derek or Kylan, but neither did. So whatever. I guess it was all for nothing. Yeah, no, I think I know. There was a confessional where he's like, where, where Derek and Alyssa were talking about how they're still mad at, like, the cookout and X. Yeah. And X has a confessional saying, oh, no, I'm over it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm past it. And I was laughing because I was like, of course you're past it, X. You, you won. won. Yeah, you won. What, you have to- what are you mad about? You played both of them. So <laughs> I was like, of course you're past it, X. And then cut to X getting eliminated by them. I thought that was hilarious that X had that confessional and then <laughs> what actually ended up happening. Not the only- one X didn't see coming was Kylan. Yeah. yeah. Not only did you win, you won unanimously. Like you literally have nothing to be mad at except well, for Kylan. I don't know if that's talking him about your... so much or who he well, was sitting next to. Listen, we do not mention that man's name on here because well, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> what a waste! What a waste! All right, let's get into the daily challenge, which I have to admit. This was probably the biggest disappointment for me in the show was when they're standing there and a few of them are like, why does TJ have this look on his face? Like, why does he look like that? Like, people are visibly noticing that TJ looks like he got straight up, like, shot out of hell from his, like, tea party with the devil to be at today's challenge. And they're like, what? Huh? I don't know. And... They didn't know it was trivia. Like, I just love when, like, in All-Stars, when we had John A being like, oh, shit, it's trivia. Look at mm-hmm. TJ's face. Like, they knew, and that just brings me such, like, a a, a sense of, like, joy. Just, like, <laughs> they know what's happening, and they can't stop it, where they were all just standing there and like, what is this? Like, they don't get the legacy that is trivia. I kind of like that they didn't know. For me, I just love the dread. But mm. we also have, like, a smarter cast than we do on any MTV <laughs> version They're, like, of almost this. too 
smart. Like we needed more dumb answers. Yes, agreed. Yeah. The dumbest thing was Dom once again, two weeks in a row, uh, being rude as hell, saying that a shark is not an animal. Yes, bro. What? what? They're a fish. Yeah, bro. We know. Maybe they're not a mammal, but they're a fucking animal. That was hilarious. Are they mammals? Are sharks mammals? I don't even know. Dolphins are mammals. I did look up if they're fish, and they are. I okay. don't think sharks are mammals, but don't quote me. I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything that I don't know because I want to flame Dominic for not knowing this, and I don't want it to turn. What I don't. Well, know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not about to be like indignant like him, being like, "No, you're out. You're about to fall, bro. You're mammals, about to fall." And they're the like, way. "What?" Sharks, sharks are not mammals. After, sharks are not mammals. Okay. No, they're not. Okay. Perfect. Um. I just got some sad baseball news like via text. So I'm I, if I seem a little solemn for the next three to five seconds, I need to take a deep breath. But OK, yeah, I I was also kind of mad because I thought I had a witty tweet when I'm like, yeah, pescatarians don't eat animals because fish aren't animals. <laughs> oh, that is a, that's witty. I would have liked it if I saw it. Thank I you. <laughs> because I put it with like the challenge hashtag so people would hopefully see it and be like, oh, that's a good one. Because he was so fucking adamant that what do you think of fishes? Like they're not a human. So they're not a plant. They're not mm-hmm. insects. So. They're, I mean, insects are animals. Yeah, that's true. Insects are animals, you're right? Like they're not a gas. A gas. No, they're not. No, what what else are they? They're not inanimate objects. Like what what do you think a fish is? Dom also had another moment where he was like, Tyson's my biggest challenger in here. He's my biggest like my biggest competition. Yeah. And I was like, Are you sure it's not yourself though? Because like you literally almost went home because of your own dumb ass last week. So why do you think that you why do you think that you're even in the same league as Tyson? I think I've figured it out. Dominic is a land animal. Mm. He he could not operate in the water last week. He does True. not know that fish are animals also True. in the water. Maybe he just doesn't fuck with water. Maybe. 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 I, that's the only thing that I could come up with. But yeah, I was I was cracking up and like Angela's like, no, it's it's an animal. Like, yeah. of course he's not gonna listen to the woman because we've recently learned that Dom sucks, but Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, Wait, yeah. can, b- before we go on can we talk about the really bad pun falling off the knowledge oh, we haven't even started on okay. that yet okay. trust me we weren't say... moving anywhere we weren't moving okay, anywhere good, the dominant thing happened after i was like we can't leave this no. awful pun out of the way <laughs> yeah that was really bad even no tj was like tj had to let it. everyone know yeah like, i did not write it wasn't that because <laughs> he knew it was terrible he was not trying to take credit for that one. No, I, I would have loved if he turned and was like, we got to fire that writer. Like, sorry. <laughs> that would have yeah. been really funny. <laughs> you got to you gotta go back to America. Like, we can't have you in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if we looked at, like, the camera, like, at the office moment, like, yeah. broke the fourth wall, like, I didn't do that, y'all. So, <laughs> yeah. like, that would have been yeah. really good. So um, I did like how Shannon goes, oh, we – I can't stuck with Cinco for two yeah. <laughs> Like we kind of like lift things or something. <laughs> she's funny. She's she's funny. So I'm glad she made it through week one. But as we said, it was called falling off the knowledge, and the bad pun was falling off the no ledge. Which okay. So anyway, <laughs> um, 
how trivia ran this time, and I am interested on your opinions on this format of trivia, is we had three heats, and there a question was asked. The question had multiple answers. So, for example, one of the questions was, um, what countries have Spanish as their like main language? And um, they kept going until someone either got it wrong or repeated a previous answer. If that happened, you were your floor was uh, broken in half and you fell 150 feet down the side of this building while TJ laughs hysterically at you. Mm -hmm. So if you were the first team to fall from your heat, you get sent to the losers round. If you're the team that wins your heat, you go to the winners round. And so there's three heats. We had four teams, four teams, and then three teams. Um, And, then the loser of the loser's round was automatically going into the elimination and the winner of the winner's round were the like power couple for the week. So that is the format of it. And we've seen trivia run in a ton of different formats on this show. What did you think of this format of trivia? I liked it. I think what I what I would have preferred is maybe like a mix of the losers and the and the winners round and some of the other things that we've seen before where you have to kind of like take a shot at the other people who are up there with you mm-hmm. and like knock something off to make them fall because I think it would have made things a little more interesting and showed some people's cards a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like the setup as well because was I think in the last season of All Stars wasn't it by gender like it was like the men against each other mm-hmm. and then all the women mm-hmm. against each other so I like that like you had to kind of collaborate with your partner. I think that was a good little like addition to it, even though it seemed like in some groups one person was carrying the other, but it was so interesting to see that dynamic. So I enjoyed like it. Like Aza carrying Ben. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with you, Katie, that it would have been nice to make people take shots at each other, especially when you're in these dynamic pairs that keep switching mm. every week. That it would have <laughs> it would have been interesting because that then gives ammo for whenever like whether or not it's that challenge or elimination or um three eliminations down the road like that's something you don't forget so i would have liked to see that as well i think that could have been a good addition to it but i'm happy with what we got for the first first trivia of the challenge usa i do have a question for both of you what the fuck was enzo saying about doo-doo pies what I wrote that down. I wrote it down because I was like, what is this man talking about? Listen, if you watch Big Brother 22 and you had to listen to this man or Big Brother 12, I'm sure from back, I, I didn't watch the feeds. But if you watch the feeds on Big Brother 22, this is not even close to the most like most like outlandish thing that this man says. So it didn't even phase me. But I was like, oh, well, Enzo's being himself. Literally, I was like, Enzo just says anything. Like, this man yeah. literally just, the first thing that came to his brain, he just said it. I did not understand at all. And I did watch BB-22. I didn't watch BB-12 either. But BB-22, I was like, yeah, he was definitely saying wild things too, so. Yeah. He's just <laughs> Up Enzo's alley. Yes. Totally not surprising from Enzo. I just want to know what he meant was a doo-doo pie. Like, were, were bodies going to splat? Are you going to shit yourself and create doo I think he pies? means he's shitting yeah. his pants. All you right. shit your pants because you're afraid of the heights, probably. Mm-hmm. I've never called it that, but... No, just say you're going to shit your pants. And nobody yeah. knows what a doo-doo pie is. I would well, Google it, but, like, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah that's... don't Google it. <laughs> yeah, something you scared. do yeah. on incognito mode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right. In our first heat, we had Danny and Kyra, Xavier and Shan, Dominic and Angela, Shannon and Cinco. So Danny and I can't said Kyra again. It's Kira. I should literally write her name phonetically in these notes. Mm. Danny and Kira are the first eliminated and are going into the losers round. Is this where we got our Kiki reference? I can't even remember where we got the no, Kiki I reference. No, I think we got it before this when they were going up, like before the challenge started. Okay. It was like if I fall and die. Oh, Kiki, you have all my stuff. Yes. Yeah. But like, yeah, Perfect. of course, you're, you're married. Yeah. I mean, it works. well, unless <laughs> yeah. they have a prenup and he has a side. I did a whole ass deep dive on prenups if you like die, two weekends ago. That voids a prenup? I mean, no, 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 that, but you can I mean, have it. A prenup. You can have it written in your prenup. Like if I die, like let's say he has a kid from a different mother and oh. he wants all of his shit to mm, go to true. that kid and he can write into his prenup like if I die, blah, 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 blah. And so. Well, Kiki's listen, not I finding had, that, okay? I had some Kiki's people, smarter than that. Yeah, yeah. No, we. I mean, Kiki is the smartest. She's mm-hmm. been giving the best advice all season. <laughs> so, anyway, Kiki, you get. You don't have to take everything yet. He's he's still alive. He made it, even though he was the first one out of this round. So, Danny and Kira are the first ones to lose, and um, this is where we had the conversation about is a shark. An animal is a fish. An animal. We already hashed that out, but my God, was that stupid. So um, Dom and Angela end up winning that round, despite the fact that Dom does not know that fish are animals. Fish are friends, not food. Um, (laughs) So anything else you want to mention from our first round here? No, I don't think so. All right. On to round two. Tyson. I wrote Tyson and Angela like they're supposed to be together all the time. You guys weren't partners. Tyson and Kayla, Leo and Desi, Kylan and Alyssa, Sarah and Derek. So um, they talk or the first question, which do you think they did this on purpose? Asking the Catwoman question for Leo. But it's not a Catwoman is not a cat. Don't tell me. What are we so excited about? Don't tell me. She's a woman in a cat in like a cat suit. I mean, that's probably Leo's wet dream. So I can tell you plenty of things he's excited about. I know, no, I know. But he's like, I love cats. And I'm like, OK, but this is like, that's not a question about cats. Just because the word cat is in it does not mean it's a question about cats. And Imagine. then also Derek is like, who watches who watches these movies? I'm like, a lot of fucking people watch these. Like, I don't even watch these movies, really. And I know who plays Catwoman. Like, come on. Yeah. Oh, like, I would have been. Leo's cats are Leo's obsession with cats is another thing that's gotten more screen time than half of these cast members. That's like, true. Cat, cat, cat members or cast members? Cast, <laughs> cast. <laughs> um, yeah, Danny's wife and Leo's cats have more screen time than half these cast members. Another that's reason true. we ninety-minute episodes. You know, mm-hmm. it's true. It's true. <laughs> so. Something I didn't like from this round was how rude Sarah was being to Derek. Just because Derek doesn't know who played Catwoman, you didn't either. Yeah, why don't you answer, you asshole? Yep. You're I older than know. him. You've Sarah's experienced trash. more Catwomen than Derek has. You've probably experienced twice as many Catwomen as Derek has. Like, shut up, Sarah. Also, mm-hmm. him not knowing... First of all, I took this as a little bit of a microaggression, and I don't know if it's maybe me being like over the top. I, but I when did she too. I did and I'm too. like, wh- who? First of all, I haven't heard people all season talking about how smart Derek is. Have you? Because I haven't. No. So what are you trying to say, Sarah? First of all, and second yeah. of all, just because he doesn't know who plays Catwoman does not is not reflective of his intelligence whatsoever. So like, Thank back you. it up, bitch. Okay. 
Thank you. I agree with that. I'm, I'm about to have doctor about three years in front of my name. And if you ask me who plays Batman, I'm not going to be able to answer that question. I'm not dumb. I'm, I'm kind of dumb. Sometimes I'm dumb. But nonetheless, fuck you, Sarah. You were rude yes, and you had some microaggressions in that trash. in that statement. <laughs> yep. I literally wrote, Sarah, what did you do to be like, give this energy towards Derek out of nowhere? You haven't done anything. And I didn't like Sarah. Sarah was one of the few seasons of Survivor I did watch. And I didn't like her then. I didn't watch the season where she won. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did watch the season where she lost to, I think, Tony, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, yeah. But I didn't like her then, and I still don't like her now. So <laughs> You're on the right side of history. Yep. And so Sarah and Derek fall first because they don't know any Catwomen. Desi, yeah, notice Sarah doesn't know either. Yeah, both of them. It's a, it's a partnership. You're a duo. It's not... Derek's responsibility to know who all the cat women are. Right. Desi and Leo fall second. Tyla, Tyla, <laughs> Tyson and Kayla, aka Tyla. Um, I don't, why can't I get anyone with Tyson correct? And which leaves Alyssa and Kylan as the winners of their round. Mm-hmm. Do did Alyssa contribute any answers? Do you think? No, not that we saw. Okay. I mean, she might have known some. I. I think she would have known the astrological signs. Um, she but, was part. She did that though. That's what I'm saying. She was up there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm like, maybe she contributed to that, or maybe. you know. So uh, then, Kylan seems like he's into astrology. I just, I literally wrote Kylan is like scary smart. I feel like he didn't even think. He was just rapid fire. Like TJ would ask him the question, he just said it. Like he just knew. Like I was like, damn, Kylan. Like you're like. This man seems like he's really killing trivia. I was like really shocked at how well he was doing. I'm not, I wasn't surprised when I heard, first of all, Kylan, I felt like would have been my, my most like, ugh, if I were stuck with him for trivia, because I feel like he's so, he's like extremely online and he's like very complainy when things don't go his way on the internet. It's like a full meme. Hashtag Kylan complains. Yes. It's like, if look at the hashtag, it's, truly wild it's like wild the most the the most random things this man has complained about in his twitter past and i just feel like if you're that extremely online and you're playing trivia if you lose trivia you're probably not going to take it well so i was like worried for Alyssa in these moments but but it also doesn't surprise me that kylan's good at trivia he he just seems like he seems like he goes to like pub trivia nights a lot seems like the kind of guy now, I, I don't mean that as, as shade. Okay, I love like trivia is fun. Yeah. yeah, I don't mean that. In a, it sounded shady, but I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Our last round was Enzo and Cash, Ben and Aza, and David and Justine. So David and Justine lose first, um, which in there, they got the first answer correct of their question. And I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. And David like puts his hand up for a high five from Justine and Justine just like did not even acknowledge it. Justine that was hilarious. <laughs> such a mood. And I mean, I just love that CBS is in on like, we're going to make fun of this guy. I mean, you have to, you truly have to, there's no other option. And I feel like David must know that like people clown on him. Like he has to, like, oh, yeah. there's no he way you don't know, know this, you know? Yeah. Even it, so, uh, when he was on Big Brother All Stars or Big Brother 23, 22, he, Ovi, who was on Big Brother 21, ran his Twitter. And even Ovi, who was running his Twitter, was clowning him yeah. while he was in the house for not knowing what the fuck was going on. It's like, ev- this just has to be like this guy's life at this point. <laughs> it was probably also easier for CBS to like justify just how much they put him on this 
clown car pedestal because they knew that he oh, was yeah. half of the team that beats Xavier and Shan mm-hmm. in the elimination. So it's like, let's even build up the more like the jokiness of this guy. And then like, mm-hmm. look, look what just happened. So yeah. um, I appreciate you putting those in CBS. Uh, my favorite still is when he's like, I got to hold up. I got to be as good as Tyson. And then they just show him like falling off the tire, <laughs> tire yeah. contraption two weeks ago. It's like, that was great. That was just so good. So Justine and um, David fall first. Cash and Enzo lose next. And my favorite reaction of all the trivia ones was Tyson, not Tyson's fucking TJ's with Cash. Where he's like, her face, her face was just so good. Like he took such joy in Cash falling through that floor. My favorite was when they were doing the states that start with N and Leo <laughs> didn't know. And he was like, uh-oh. And I was just like, the joy in this man's uh-oh right now. Mm-hmm. It's like he knows that he's about to hit that button. And it just made me so happy. I love so many good moments from TJ tonight. Leo was just like New Hampshire after they like hit the end of their bungee. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I also didn't hear New Jersey. No, New Jersey wasn't said. Yeah. Yeah. So our losers round is Sarah and Derek, Justine and David, Danny and Kira. (laughs) And the question that they get is name NHL teams have won the Stanley Cup. So Sarah and her rudeness is like, thanks for nothing, Derek. I've got this one. And she's like, Chicago Blackhawks. And then we get to, oh, no. And then we get New York Rangers next from Justine and David. And then it gets to Danny and Kira. And Kira's like, I don't know shit about sports. TJ's like, Danny, you're a professional athlete. Literally. You are an NFL play- former NFL player. You don't know the name of any professional hockey team that's won the Stanley Cup. There's one, one in Dallas, the Dallas Stars. Like he was a Dallas Cowboys player. <laughs> you, how do you not at least pull that one out of your ass? But then he stumbles into Pittsburgh, which <coughs> TJ's like, yeah, but what team plays in Pittsburgh? And he's like, I don't know. Uh, it's not the Pirates. They're baseball. <laughs> and then this was like, iconic. It's like, um, penguins. And he almost like said it in a way where it's like hard to understand. Like yeah. he might've like, you could have mistaken it for maybe a different hockey word, but like, obviously there's only one answer. And he somehow says penguins. And I loved his confessional. He's like, I don't know. They're like icy animals. <laughs> so- yeah. Pittsburgh wins a lot and they're icy. I, I loved also when they like shot it back up to everybody watching and they're like, do you say, do you say penguins? Like they, like they were all like so hyped that he like guessed it right. <laughs> just, just the way he's like, they're an icy animal. <laughs> yeah, that was really oh, good. I got too much enjoyment out of that. So um, Justine and Derek cannot, not Derek, Justine and David cannot pull out a second correct answer. They fall. Here's my other gripe with trivia this week. Let the losers play it out. Like, let me see the winner of the losers round just for my enjoyment. <laughs> Make True. it a spelling yeah. bee. <laughs> yeah. Also, oh, want to shout out. I want to shout out Derek because he did name a hockey team and Sarah said that he wouldn't. So yes. Derek carried his weight and Sarah did not carry her weight. So that's right. More points for Derek. That's so. right. <laughs> Good job, Derek. Way to sustain that partnership. (laughs) 
So then now go- he's done. Hopefully he never has to work with her again. Um, the perfect algorithm might match them up. We don't know. Hmm. So then we get the winners round and Aza and Ben are out first. Angela and Dominic are out second, which leaves us with Kylan and Alyssa as our winners. So Kylan and Alyssa win and um, who David and Justine are going straight into the elimination. And this is where we got that confessional from Dominic being like Tyson's my biggest competition, which like he might be, but there's also competitors between you and Tyson in terms of (laughs) like who you're equating yourself against. People love to embarrass themselves by comparing themselves or equating themselves to Tyson. Like, in what world, David and Dom, do you guys think that you're even in the same realm as Tyson? I just don't understand. I have no idea. But after the challenge, we get a conversation with Xavier, Kylan, and Alyssa. So um, they're kind of, like, bantering back and forth. And Kylan says, like, listen, Xavier, you haven't experienced what we've experienced, which is having our trust broken. And Xavier says, if you want to throw me in, fine. But when I come back in, I'm joining Survivor and coming after both of you. At this point, did you think that they were really going to put Xavier in? No, I didn't think so. Based on the edit, yes. But based on that conversation alone, no. I thought they were trying to throw us with the edit a little bit. I was like, there's no, it's just so heavy handed that like, they're just not going to do it. Or Kylan would be like, no, I, I don't know. Big brother has to stick together. I just, I didn't get a vibe that, I also didn't feel like this Alyssa thing was real. It felt like very much production planted. So for her to actually make that move, I was very surprised. And Kylan says like, I thought Alyssa and X were number ones, but if Alyssa wants to do this, then... Let's do this. Yeah, Kylan's like, listen, I came for this man's family on live television. I'm ready to do this. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this, I started it. Let me finish it. This is cheesecake in comparison yeah, to what is, I've yeah. done previously. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so uh, after we get some deliberation like we do each week between the winning team and the losing team. So um, David is like, well, what about if we go against Cinco and Shannon? And Justine's like, I would really not like to go against Cinco. Like, please and thank you. Also, like, would you, David? Hmm. Want to go against Cinco? Like, what are you thinking? You don't... But who does David want to go against? Let's be honest. Maybe Dom? <laughs> I think, if anything... Okay. He should have wanted to go against Dom. That's, like, the one person in the house well, that, like, it, saying, he yeah. probably... Yeah. There, but, there you go. That's who they should be, equate, be equating themselves to, each other. If you're someone like David, though, that's almost an advantage where you have no self-awareness that, like, you do go in thinking against anyone, I can beat them. You don't have this, like, if it was almost any other man in that house who was going against Xavier in that, they're probably like, oh, shit. Xavier's a lawyer. He has to, he just won Big Brother. Like, Mm -hmm. he is a level of intelligent, probably higher than 95% of the house, if not more. But David is too dumb to realize this. He has the, he does not have the self awareness to realize, like, I am punt, I am, I'm out of my league right now. And that's, that's almost like an advantage, I think. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, you're probably right. He probably just, saunters his way through life not giving a care to anything if if i'm david alexander that's what i'm doing when he was on big brother 22 he was on the block and he 
was in the veto competition on o, in OTEV and took prize money instead of trying to get the veto. I mean, like, come on. Uh, what are we doing with this man? I was so, I remember that. I was very angry. I was like, what game are you playing? Unreal. Unreal, this guy. He was getting ready for the challenge. That's what he was doing. <laughs> he was putting it in his bank to get into TJ's final. When I think of David Alexander, I think of the TikTok of them going around being like, who do you think is going to win Big Me Brother too. 24? And he's just like, Ugh. and if yeah. you're not watching yeah. the video, you just missed my David Alexander impersonation. So sucks to suck. <laughs> um, like, I, that's what I think of with him. It's just if you say his name, that's the image that pops up. But yep. So after this conversation, we have Tyson, Kylan and Alyssa talking. And Kyle and Alyssa are like, we think we're going to go after Xavier and Chan. And Tyson's confession, he's like, are they playing this game for me? Like, what is going that on? That made me, like, cackle. That made me actually. There are a few moments in this episode that made me cackle. That was one of them. Oh, I laughed a lot at this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, this is a good I, one. <laughs> so um, Kyle and Alyssa want to make sure that Angela is okay with it. And... Angela comes in and it's like, yeah, well, we're going to have to go after each other eventually. Like, we're going to take the first shot. Fine. And then Angela comes in with this idea of let's blame it all on Shan. Shan's the bad apple. Sorry, Xavier. You got paired with a bad apple. That sucks. What did you think of Angela coming in saying this? I was shocked to see that. Like, so first of all, like, am I like, feelings towards Angela were that like she was kind of like bland on I mean they her her name was Blangela during her season <laughs> but, like to see this like side of Angela for like two seconds I was like oh like a little spice from Angela like a little real petty like I just love that idea I for, for like two seconds I was like okay Angela like maybe like you do have maybe you're bringing a new air to this type of game maybe you're coming with a new energy to this game maybe I should give you a second chance um so I actually really enjoyed that comment um, so I really was like, oh yeah, very, very smart comment to like try to frame it in that way to try to keep you in. And Alyssa did end up doing that when she voted in Shannon Xavier. She was like, oh, I'm sorry, X, like you were paired with Shan basically. And that's why we're voting you in. Like she did frame it like that. So good for Angela for being the one to pitch that idea. Yeah, I had the same exact reaction for like a 0.5 seconds. I was like, oh, I'm not mad at this, Angela. But then I also was like, that's kind of shitty. And obviously it's not really going to work because hello, like. Alyssa is Xavier's like bestie in real life and Kylan was obviously in a very tight alliance with him in Big Brother 23 it's like I don't know about the logic there um but okay I didn't feel bad because then they cut to the confessional of Shan calling Kylan insufferable and he is though Alyssa a little weasel yes I'm not mad at I'm not mad at either one of those. I'm not mad, but like if you're gonna she was running her mouth before they even mm-hmm. threw her in. Like, I'm sorry. Are you good enough of a liar, a social player, whatever, to have these opinions of people and that you think that they don't pick up on them? You know what I mean? Like if someone thinks I'm insufferable, usually I know and usually I lay into it because like let me lay down the suffer, you know? Like mm-hmm. so if I was Alyssa, I just wouldn't feel bad about it because, I mean, clearly they're not friends. They're going to be partners on season 11 rivals. So she changed her, Alyssa changed her, what did she call her? Megamind or something? She, Megamind, changed, her profile, yeah. she changed her Twitter profile picture to Megamind tonight. Good for her leaning into it. Like, yeah, it's pretty funny. I'm, I'm here for it. 
you know what? I I know that I just I'm I'm here for this pettiness. I am here for Alyssa coming in and completely neglecting the why the cookout existed and what it accomplished for her own sake. Like, you know what? You guys got yours. Now it's time to get mine. Go go off, Alyssa. Make dumb decisions. Burn some bridges on the way out. I fucking love it. <laughs> I'm just so happy. So happy this happened. So we get to the elimination, and this is where... Wait, wait. Before oh. we move on, can I just bring something up real quick? No. Just <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. What's up? I find it very interesting that the only deliberations they showed were the obviously um, the people who were going in, David and um, and uh, Justine, Justine yep. and then um, only Angela and Tyson. Mm -hmm. I find it very interesting that, that, that like these challenges are giving these people power. Like I feel like Angela and Tyson are already so strong. I find it very interesting that like why do you guys think that these house that these challenges are like giving them even more information, giving them so much say? Because I feel like if I see that you are the head dog. I'm going to want to, and I finally have power. If I were in their situation, I wouldn't want to give you more power. I feel like they gave them more ammunition, more ability to make moves. So I think it was very interesting that like people are really respecting Angela and Tyson in these kind of games where I feel like on another type of game show, you might like be like, oh, wait, we're going to actually try to stay away from Angela and Tyson because we don't want to give them more information, you know? Mm -hmm. I well, agree with you. And I think even as Kylan, Kylan won two challenges as well in a row. Uh, so it's kind of, it, as did Tyson, Angela, we haven't had like, we haven't had more. Let me figure out a better way to phrase this. Each, each winner has had a repeat winner so far. There's never been a brand new team that hasn't mm -hmm. won before yet for all of these challenges. So I think good on, good on Kylan for probably lessening his, well, maybe not because of the move he made, but lessening his mm -hmm. threat level a little bit. And also maybe like making Tyson and Angela feel more comfortable with him to kind of bring him maybe up to like their threshold of power. We'll see. But it is interesting. You're right. I mean, like, why are we why are we tipping everything in their favor even more than it already is? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the other thing to consider is weren't those two their partners in the last in the last challenge? Kylan and oh, yeah. Angela, Tyson and Alyssa. Yeah, so true. if. And I'm sure this happened, especially on Tyson's end. Like, I've got you. You got me. That's your most recent non-Big uh, Brother alliance. Well, yeah. I mean, given Angela and um, Kylan are both Big Brother, but Tyson there, you know, like, that's your most recent partnership. And if they are strong, I guess that, like, to me, it makes a little bit of sense because they were partners last. And yeah. it's like, I want to keep them mm -hmm. in. I did promise them that I'd be good with them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't actually think of that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think of that either. That's why they pay me the big bucks over here. <laughs> uh, so going to the elimination, we've got Derek like motioning to Alyssa, like, "Don't do it, don't do it. This isn't this. Don't don't make this move. Please don't. It's a puzzle. Xavier lives for puzzles against David Alexander. <laughs> like he is a hundred percent gonna come back, and Alyssa." Like leans over to Kylan's like, bah, 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 bah. are we gonna do it? Bah, 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 bah. And these two not up and do it. I almost feel like this is just dumb luck that this worked out this way because truly, you really trusted David to take out this man. Like we have seen David do nothing but flop in the history of him being on television. He has done nothing but flop. Like there's nothing that he's done that hasn't been a flop. So like. Yeah, I guess a broken clock has to be right twice a day at some point. But 
you really just did this knowing full well that there was a really good chance that Xavier was going to come back in the house and come for you. Like the balls. Mm -hmm. In the words of Enzo, I think Alyssa and Colin has some doo-doo pies up in there because because <laughs> I know if I threw X in and that man came, and I that man came back, I would be freaking out. Oh my god, yes. So I want to see Kylan and Xavier in a hall brawl. Oh, like we need god. that. We deserve that. Yes. Let Xavier take out his anger on this man. I need to see it. That would be insane. Even though I, I do think Kylan might win that, but I still want to see it. <laughs> yeah, it would be a good it would be a good one. Uh, this doofus over here wrote Azo's confessional is hilarious. Do I remember what the confessional is? Absolutely not. But because there is she had the one at the end of the show yeah. and mm -hmm. it's not that one. But I think she was like, oh, the tea is hot or something like that. Like yeah. she said something else. But um, I think she was also kind of like hyping up Alyssa a little bit. So we get this elimination, which we've talked about, but we haven't fully explained it where I might need some help on this because as Katie and I talked about last week, um, we don't really listen to the directions of these of these challenges. It's not that I don't listen. I just like physically can't <coughs> my I turn off while the directions are happening. And then once it comes out, I'm like, oh, boop. okay, the challenge started. I cannot help it physically. I was busy um, making caps locks tweets on Twitter because I was seeing a bunch of people being like, this is stupid strategy. And like, oh, my God, you guys are still so bitter. Well, you know what drives the challenge? Stupid strategy and bitterness. Yeah. Like if you were to make an ingredients list for the challenge, the top one is bitter. So <laughs> I had to let the people know we don't give a fuck about your like your big old brain over there. We don't operate with those over here. That's mm -hmm. not what we do. We're here for the drama, for the petty and the stupidity because it creates enjoyable television. So mm -hmm. I was out here, Elmo chaos, memeing it up while the directions were being um, given. So, yeah. um, but here's how I understood it. I think at each um, panel, there was two glass panes. And you had to punch or you had to break your glass pane, but you had to break one and your partner had to break one. And if you broke your partner's glass pane, then you got a 10 second penalty for each glass pane that you broke of your partners once you got all the p puzzle pieces out and you were ready to start the puzzle. So um, basically there would be the two glass panes. And then there was like a tunnel to crawl through another glass pane and so on till at the end of this tunnel, you've got 12 puzzle pieces, I think. Maybe, I don't know, whatever. Let's say 12 for the sake yeah, of it. Sure. 12 puzzle pieces. Um, you had to, you can only bring one back at a time. So once you like broke through the glass the first time, it was just crawling back and forth. And um, after you got all of your puzzle pieces, you can then put the puzzle together. The first team to do this wins. So... This elimination starts and Xavier is like, Kylan, let me show you what you chose to do tonight. And it's just hulking through glass. Hulking through it. Not my finest moment, but I did tweet that Xavier was hot. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, my toxic trait here that Xavier was hot. <laughs> no, Wait, I mean. Sorry, is Katie frozen for you Yeah, too? she was. Yeah. Okay. She's um, what is going on with me today? I don't know. 
Oh yeah, she's still frozen. We can hear. Can you hear? You can hear me. I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Xavier is hot. I mean, like, there's no taking away from that. He just, he just went through those glass panes like they're nothing. That was insane. I was just like, is this good strategy? I was like, I know you're angry, Xavier, but if you would have taken two steps, like, I, I didn't understand his gameplay there. Like, I would, I feel like that was a very poor decision on his. Like, I get it, you're mad, but sir, you're competing for money here. Like, you should have thought that a little for one more second. Because adding 50 seconds, I, I mean, I feel like it, if it were like if, if David if David and Justine were on the same team, were on the same timeline as um, X and Shan, they would have lost. Like, I think mm-hmm. those 50 seconds literally cost them the entire game. So I just don't understand why he was so like gung-ho about blasting through all that glass. I was just, that was insane to me. Yeah, I if I'm Shan, I'm, I'm wondering like, why do we think that, giving them 50 seconds is a good decision unless like is shan afraid of breaking the clock like what what why is shan not lobbying to not break her own glass there you know what i mean like shan of anyone would be the one i would expect to speak up and be like absolutely not no yeah this is all a very strange decision it also, to me, underestimates Justine because, yeah, like you're against David Alexander, whatever. But like, you don't know what Justine is or isn't good at, do you? Yeah. Clearly, you don't know that she's better than you at puzzles. Like, <laughs> also the way that Justine and David broke through their glass, I was—they <laughs> looked like so timid doing they it. They did. Yes. They like, went like doo doo, and they were like blasting through like the Hulk. And they're going, doo, doo. it was so good. I'm not joking. I thought that um, Justine had like a little hammer. I'm That's like, what it they, looked like. Are like they little, giving like, her doo, 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 a little doo, doo, doo. pick or something? Yeah. The way that she was knocking on it. I wasn't sure if that was true or not. Mm. If I was just like making it up. Because I'm like, yo, Xavier's just like using his bare hand. And we've got, um, the wit- or we've got Justine over here with like a little pick. <laughs> what? But um, we get Xavier and Shan getting their puzzle pieces out first, but they have a 50-second penalty because Xavier broke all of the glass panes for Shan, and David and Justine only have a 10-second penalty, and they don't get out of the tunnel much later than Mm -hmm. um, Xavier and Shan do. So they basically have probably like a 35 second ish advantage over them, which ended up probably what won them the the round. I would think so. Yeah. The the puzzle didn't look difficult. No. Um, Justine called out the picture almost right away. She's like, oh, I think it's an eagle. Yeah. And they were like Tetris pieces, right? Oh, some. She definitely called out a shape. Yeah. I think it looks like fire, like a torch. And Mm. then, yeah. But as we know, Xavier and Shan lose to Justine. And David was there. Um, But (laughs) David was there. (laughs) Um, After that, we get some confessionals. We get Shan being like, I don't know why you did that, Alyssa. It doesn't make sense, which is like one of my least favorite confessionals from the person who loses. Like, 
clearly they got what they wanted. They threw you in and you're not coming back. Like it doesn't need to make sense to you. It needs to make sense to them. And like mm-hmm. given strategy wise, it might not make the most sense, but they that was the decision they made and what they wanted to happen happened. Yeah. Yeah. So her, like, why would you do that? Shut up, Shan, go home. Um, but Xavier's confessional, I love this. I was laughing so hard at Xavier's confessional. <laughs> that was really good. He really was like, I'm so rich, y'all broke. I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Xavier, talk your shit on your way out. Because it's true. Kyle and Alyssa are probably not winning this. And you were the one who won $750,000, you know? Petty yeah. doesn't pay the bills. Exactly. Petty does not pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, but Petty is like chicken soup for the soul. So. Oh my God, <laughs> it gave me everything. It gave me everything. Yeah, so Xavier's like, he called them petty little bitches. And like you said, I, I won. I'm still rich. You're all broke. You're all stupid. So bye, Xavier. Like, thank you for those parting words. And this is where Oz is like, oh, I know as soon as he gets his phone, he's leaving the group chat. Xavier's staying in that group chat and that is where our episode ends um what a good episode of the challenge yeah and let us not forget that Xavier also screwed over Tiffany who's also yeah it's true so like you kind of got your you kind of got your just desserts my friend I'm so glad you brought that up because that's what I was thinking. I, I I wrote that down, but I forgot to mention it. But like when Alyssa was talking about um, how like Xavier backstabbed her, et cetera, et cetera, on Big Brother. But like Xavier kind of was like on your side here. And like Tiffany, part of Tiffany going in was because X was like, yeah, I don't really care if Tiff goes yes. in basically. So t- X literally had your back in this game. So that added to my fuel of like, this is such a bad move because I really think X would have had these two's back yeah, like, I think throughout so the too. whole game. I think so, so yeah. too. This was not the time to get your revenge. It doesn't make sense. Also yeah. like... I don't know, win a competition on Big Brother or I don't know, play a better game. It's not Xavier's fault that like you were a fool. Yeah. That's the game of Big Brother. Hello? What do you think? What game do you think you're playing? They ran circles around you. Boo-hoo. Yeah. Sorry. If this is Alyssa's motivation to provide me with great content on the (laughs) challenge, then so be it. I still (laughs) unfortunately give more credit to Kylan here because just... The pettiness from Kylan is so much more off the charts for me just because of the history with him and Xavier. I'm just like, I can't believe this man is doing this again. Like, I just cannot. I can't believe it. Yeah. I don't know how X can, like, I feel like if it were me, like, I know it's reality TV and it's a game, but, like, it would take me a while to get over this backstab. Like, this, I feel like this is even crazier than Big Brother because here, like, I was working with you, clearly working with you 100%. And, like, especially from Kylan, who, like, you, we had the cookout together. I'm not going to backstab you in this game. There's no need for me to backstab you in this. This is not the same as Big Brother. So I, def- I feel like if I were ex, like, I'd be hurt. Like, I would leave the group chat for a bit, be like, deuces, like, fuck this. We'll talk in two weeks. Like, I need some separation from us right now because I would be more heated here than if I was backstabbed on Big Brother. So the fact that Xavier could even be in the same room with Kylan after what he did on Big Brother live on television it's not on the feet I mean this was on the eviction episode as he walked out of the house for anybody who didn't watch Xavier's brother passed away and Xavier's is like the mentor to his young nephew and he voted out he was it the final four I think it was final four yes he left the final four so Xavier was the sole vote to evict Kylan to make him leave the house and Kylan said 
it's a shame that your nephew, I know this is not word for word, something along the lines of it's a shame that your nephew doesn't have a man to look up to and like got in his face. And then Xavier was like, you bring up my family. And it was the most tense, uncomfortable, probably the most tense and uncomfortable big brother moment I've seen on the show. Aside from what we saw tonight, because tonight was horrible. But I, I just, I would never, the way that Xavier held his composure in that moment, I don't know how he did it. And the fact that you could even like be on a show with this man and not like try and take his head off at any chance just for him to fuck you over again yes. on television. There's no way you would catch me in the same room with this guy ever again, ever again. I That's why I just Kylan find it so again. wild from Kylan that like, damn, you're doing even more like you're really digging this hole for yourself. You're mm -hmm. so petty. Does Kylan operate or I guess, did he operate more under like it's a game? in Big Brother, because I feel like that's an easy shield in the challenge. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's just a game. Like, you're my competition in here. You know, like, we can still be friends outside of this. Or, no. Is this just, like, this is Kylan. This is his personality. Like, he'll cut you this, like this in real life. This is – he brought up Tiffany's family, Tiffany's son in the house. He he was kind of trash on the show. He was a little trash. He took Derek F's – ring that his father gave him his famous boxer father he took mm -hmm. his, he wore his ring out of the house didn't take it off i mean like or he took it off and he put it in his pocket when he left the house i mean this guy is like peak petty peak petty but it's funny i feel like for kylan he doesn't i think kylan doesn't realize he's being like i this don't think petty. so either i don't like, think so for, either i think kylan literally like especially like even with x like with his nephew like i think kylan really just thinks this way and he doesn't realize like he's maybe he's, he's not taking like the clues of like like what you're doing can be can come off as really really messed up like sir take two steps back and look at how it looks like from your view so, so i think for kylan it's like it's 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 so petty to do but for kylan some of it i don't even think it's him intentionally being like this mm -hmm. super petty petty person you know i just think he has full joker energy he's like the joker. <laughs> i see that well I'm thankful for it. Me too. Like, give me chaotic like, evil. I'm all me. about the chaotic evil. Give it to me. I love it. Uh, that's that's where I fell on the uh, alignment chart. I was on the neutral really? chaotic evil line. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, I love sitting back and watching the world burn. Like I encourage chaos at all times. If there's a good decision and a bad decision, I'm promoting the bad decision 10 times out of 10. Absolutely. I was just trying to convince my friend tonight to lead a revolution against her HOA as she like moves out. <laughs> like, oh why do they even exist? Like just fucking, yeah, no, fucking HOA though. Get yeah. a, <laughs> just get a petition going. Come on. Uh, but yeah, we, I think there was there definitely was a preview. Oh yeah, because they said they're getting dirty, like they're jumping into water. We didn't really see much otherwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I so, don't feel like I remember. Yeah, I don't really remember. Yeah, there was definitely. Um, they showed more of like the elimination than anything else. There wasn't really any like people talking. So that's our that's our episode this week. Do we have anything else we need to say about this chef's kiss? of an episode of the challenge USA. We are just, we're eating good tonight. We had a very good episode of big brother, right? Yes. Leading up into a, a, a top 10 episode, probably of the, ch of the challenge for me. It, it's really up there. Tomorrow is going to be another great episode of big brother. I'm just oh, like, so this. We're, we're eating this week. And I'm finally, oh. after all the garbage that we've sat, sat through on both of these shows for so long, 
we we are due yes completely agree i just have to say and javier i don't think you'll appreciate this as much as katie will but because i wasn't watching big brother leading up to the show i was watching season two of real housewives of new jersey which is so you were also eating i was tonight. doing great before <laughs> this. it was <clears throat> that shit is crazy it is absolutely crazy yeah so, yeah um all right well then let's wrap this up javier let me see. Do I have a banner created for you? I must have made one at some point when we podcasted together. So like very slowly tell people where they can follow you on the internet. Otherwise, I'll just type one quick. Yep, I'm just going to type one quick. Um, so everyone, you can find me at, at underscore the Starboy on Twitter. I've been tweeting a lot about Big Brother this season. I really love Big Brother. And the show has really gotten good in the past like five, six days. Um, catch me tomorrow, probably live tweeting the eviction. Um, and yeah, hopefully I'll be back on some more episodes of the challenge podcast and other podcasts here on silent podcasts. Woo. We love TJ hates quitters. Katie. Yes. You can throw me a follow on Twitter at real slim Katie. I'm also tweeting a lot about big brother. So mute the hashtag. If you don't want to see it, there's some other stuff in there too. You just got to filter through it. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash real slim Katie with an underscore at the end. Um, you can also find me at a few different places in silent podcasts. Uh, you can, of course, listen to Carrie and I talk all things real housewives on the cool water show. We are taking a two week break because you know, life happens, uh, but we will be back for our 30th, 30th episode what did we say we're drinking buzz balls buzz balls yeah we're gonna be drinking buzz balls to celebrate our 30th uh 30th episode's birthday um and you can also find me on bounced checks the big brother podcast that that myself Josiane, isaiah and uh rotating guest javier if you're interested uh and uh we cover all things big brother 24 uh we will be back on friday breaking down this crazy 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 week where we never thought we thought the game was over and it really just really just begun and it's just giving us more than i think we ever thought we would get from this season i mean so many of us are ready to just be done and now we're here just can't get away from it yeah twitter has really done a 180 on this season in the last like three days so mm -hmm. good for you guys i'm glad you're getting a product that you like i'm glad that taylor is getting um some some i don't know justice in all of this mm -hmm. uh i fear and not in a nice way for Daniel's life because it seems like Twitter is going <laughs> to Entertainment it. Tonight is writing articles about him. I just retweeted one. Entertainment oh. Tonight is writing articles about how reviled Daniel is. This man is toast. Yikes. Oh, it's going to be, Twitter's going to be great when Daniel gets a <laughs> number two. Number two trending on in the US tonight was Daniel. I mean, he's, this is it for him. Yeah. <sighs> Bye, Daniel. Hate uh, to see it. Just kidding. Love to see it. Love and to see it. You can follow me, KGD26, on all of your social media platforms, including Be Real. I am like in love with this. So if Hashtag you ad. If you aren't, yeah, our first ad was Nani's Noodles. Our second ad is Be Real. So if you're on Be Real and you're not following me, please do because I fucking love it. It just brings me like such joy to see what 
the people around me are doing at like 602 in the evening you know what i mean like oh i was trying to get my dog to go outside but he was running away from me the other side of the apartment and the game he plays with me every single time you little jackass and um <laughs> like that's when they be real to me so like i don't know i really like it so if you're on be real and you aren't following me yet it's kgd26 there i'm also on twitter instagram um tiktok venmo just you know the works but Katie's covered all my podcasts, so um, <laughs> I don't really think I need to say much. We will be back next week with TJ Hates Quitters. We're taking a two-week break um, from Real Housewives because I have to move and shit. So, um, But we'll be back with the buzz balls. If you like to watch the video of this, which, like, why wouldn't you want it? Because I did an impersonation of David Alexander on TikTok, so, like – that's that's not you you would have seen katie eat cheesecake if you're watching the video like there's reasons to watch this i think it just makes it that much better plus we love when you watch live and interact with us we put the comments up there it's like our favorite thing but twitch and youtube search silent podcast that's us follow us and then we are on twitter at silent underscore podcast and if you listen to us in podcast form whether it's spotify apple the works um Follow, subscribe, rate, review. I think this was a five-star episode. Usually I say if it wasn't a five-star episode to wait, but if you didn't think this was five stars, fuck you. So Because <laughs> I brought a prop. This cheesecake yeah. has been staring at me in the face for over an hour. I'm dying to eat it. <laughs> it, it this was quality. So this is a five-star episode. Go and rate us tonight. We deserve it. Um, bringing, you, <laughs> bringing you that content right after the show while we're all still pumped up about it. But... Until next week, we hope you have a great night. We hope reality TV keeps treating you as well as it did this evening. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.